0: Blog Talk
1: Radio So you mean to tell me if you've been f-ing with somebody for three months you hear me, everything beautiful and your grandmother come tell you one day you know that's your
0: cousin y'all done got the hard part out the way why I f*** up a good thing I don't get tired
2: This is the Body of Christ Church inviting you to our virtual living room where we discuss today's issues and how those issues relate to the Holy Scriptures So sit back, relax, and engage in conversation with us. Good afternoon, and the Most High in the name of Christ bless you. I am Josiah, and welcome to our virtual living room, where we examine recent events and other topics as they pertain to the Holy Scriptures. We give all praises to the Most High in Christ, and we give thanks for God's generous mercy, grace, and forgiveness. This week, we're going to talk about a rapper. The rapper's name is Kevin, Kevin Gates. And uh, as the story from the Daily Mail goes, Kevin was dating a young lady for about two years. And about three months into the relationship, he discovered from his grandmother that the young lady was his cousin. But obviously, he didn't stop. So we're going to talk about that. Kevin uh, Gates dating his cousin and joining me here in the virtual living room to discuss this topic, I have first off our brother Kazakia.
3: Hey, first and foremost, give all praises to the Heavenly Father and Son Christ for another opportunity, definitely thankful for another opportunity to participate in the show, and it's my sincerest hope that edification be brought out from this particular subject matter.
2: And also sitting in the virtual living room, we have our brother Abaja.
1: All praises and thanks to the Heavenly Father in Christ It's good to be here And we hope that uh, our listeners receive
0: edification from the show
2: And last but certainly not least, least we have our brother Kabar
0: Yes, brothers and sisters Saloon to the brothers and panel Good to be with the listening audience Giving up praise to the Most High Christ For all things and everything
2: Salon. Well brothers, uh, thank you for being here um, I want to start off By uh, just letting everyone know Exactly what it is that Kevin Gates had to say about the situation.
0: We talking? About? Yeah,
1: y'all look like brother and sister. No, I'm out. Come to find out, she my cousin. You heard me? But I ain't about to stop with her. Shit, the good and we click. I ain't grow up with you knowing you're my people. I don't get tired. Man, y'all gonna stay out of my business? So you mean to tell me if you've been? with somebody for three months. You hear me? Everything beautiful. And your grandmother come tell you one day, you know, that's your cousin. Y'all done got the hard part
0: out the way. Why f- up a good thing? I don't get tired.
2: Okay, brothers. So you see it. Uh, you heard it. Um, that's Kevin Gates. And he's explaining uh stressing and showing his sentiments about the situation where he was actually dealing sexually with his cousin. Um. So I have uh, an article from the Daily Mail. It was written by Lydia Warren um, on January 9th. And it goes into a whole lot of detail. Apparently, uh, Kevin was being interviewed by uh, TMZ. And um, at the end of the article, there were a number of comments, and I thought the comments were very interesting. I want to read a few of those. One is from uh, Layla, uh, somewhere in the United States. Says, that's what happens having different baby daddies and mamas all over the place. I'm sure there's lots more. There's a Princess Elsa, Ontario, Canada. 100 years ago, it would have been acceptable to marry your cousin. I'm not saying I'd do it, but it's not that big of a deal. Hmm, Interesting comment. Uh, There's another from Heather Bullock in Cincinnati. They could have been third or fourth cousins. Still, for me anyway, once you attach the word cousin, it's done and over for me. So this sounds like someone who wouldn't have anything to do with cousin marriage. Uh, I'm sorry, cousin sex or dealing with cousins dating or whatever. And then uh, final comment here. Uh, There's a Sobersaw, Westminster, United States. Hmm. First off, he doesn't even know what kind of cousin she was. It's probably his uncle's nieces in-law's second cousin from a previous marriage. That's probably how how close he is to this cousin. So, Kazakia, uh, these Mm -hmm. comments are focused on the fact that he had sex with his cousin. Is there something wrong with having sex with your cousin? Is there
3: something wrong with having sex with your cousin? Well, let's look at it from the from the holistic standpoint. First of all, when you're talking about sex, you talking about when you talk about sex scripturally, you talk about an act between a man and a woman or a husband and wife. Okay, so automatically that throws a red flag all over the scene. Is there an account in which in the Bible in which uh cousins were married? Yes. And I'm going to read that account just right quick in Tobit, chapter 6. There are two, there, uh, there are two scriptures in particular that I want to read in reference to uh, uh, an example of cousins being married. The first the first is in Tobit, chapter 6, verse 10. And it says, The angel said to the young man, to Tobit, excuse me, to Tobias, The angel said to the young man, Brother, today we shall lodge with Raguel, who is thy cousin. And he also hath one only daughter named Sarah. I will speak for her that she may be given thee for a wife. Second account, same situation, but second scripture, Tobit chapter 7 and verse 12. And it says, Raguel said, Then take her from henceforth according to the manner, meaning the manner of Moses according to the law, because at that time period they were living under the laws and the first covenant of uh, of the commandments, keeping the commandments through Moses. Now, here it is, uh, Toledo, chapter 7, verse 12 again. Raguel said, Then take her from henceforth according to the manner, for thou art her cousin, and she is thine, and the merciful God give you good success in all things. So now, you let's look at the dynamics between the two. What we're reading here in told, the book of Toledo, you have the marriage. Of, uh, of, of cousins But look at the nuances they are, they are Getting married It's not like oh I'm just sitting here You know having casual sex This man is marrying Taking on this woman This wife who happens to be her cousin Now as far as familial Relations are concerned When you look at Leviticus the 18th chapter The Lord spells out Very specifically who you are to marry and have sexual relations with and who you are not to marry and have sexual relations with. For the uh, for the uh, purposes of time, I'm not going to go into it, but it's in Leviticus, the 18th chapter. So we're looking at what we're reading in Tobit, a true bona fide marriage according to the law versus what we're talking about today, a man that's just haphazardly, casually having sex with a family member and he's just going about his business like, right? Hey, yeah, I'm having sex with her. So what?
2: So look, okay. at, look at those two dynamics within themselves. Okay, so, so now in Tobit, and Tobit that that brought out that here's someone who was righteous in the scriptures that was that was actually getting married to his cousin. And I'm I'm correct in hearing that, right? Understanding that? So hmm Okay. Okay. All right. So uh there's also in the uh, audio clip. He explained that uh, they had a good sex life and clicked, so he didn't see why he should stop or why it was anyone else's business. you was there a reason for him to stop and didn't have anything to do with the with the fact that it was his cousin?
1: Well, the whole thing is, you say is that um, you know when you look at a lot of the comments from the different. Um, News, you know, media outlets that carries the carry the story in the clip. The, the general consensus from the public is that if you find out that that's your cousin. You should stop. Period. End the discussion.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and some other points. Uh, and I'm, I'm dealing strictly secular here, just to start off. And you know, just some of the other points is that you know people brought out that were brought out is that he um, didn't uh, specify whether. It was a first cousin, a second cousin, a third cousin, cousin by marriage, uh, so forth and so on. That's just, you know, somebody, you know, just a casual person that might be your cousin. So it didn't go into the details. So, you know, people pretty much just started formulating their own opinion based on what he, you know, given what he was said, you know, regardless of what information or details were given. But uh, as, as Zogit pointed out, you know, when you read in, Leviticus the 18th chapter, of Leviticus the 20th chapter, and even Deuteronomy 27. Um, you know, again, it just goes through the specifics of of uh, what's defined as so called next of kin, according mm-hmm. to the script. <clears throat> you would uh, who you can or uh, cannot consider as far as a, a, a wife in a sense. So,
2: would you happen to have like one of those scriptures that speaks explicitly to this whole situation about cousins?
1: Um,
0: actually, or I
1: kind of don't. <laughs> yeah,
0: that okay, was, so. Well, um, go ahead. Okay. Um, I mean, we could get to it if you have something else to, to go through, budget. No, nah, you go ahead. All right. Um, well, j- just dealing with the issue of cousins. Um, and, you know, we can deal with the whole issue of marriage because that's two situations you're dealing with. You're dealing with. Uh, this whole issue of them being cousins and then them behaving as uh, only a married couple should as far as having sex, because according to the scriptures, I'll just read it real quick. This is Hebrews chapter 13 and verse four. And it says marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled. So whenever you're dealing within the realm of marriage, that bed will not be defiled because that is the only realm in which that bed or sex can be uh, engaged in, in, within the confines of marriage. And the scripture says what? But whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. So that means anything outside the compounds of marriage between a man and a woman in Christ under the commandments of God, anything outside of that is what the scripture calls forlorngering and adulter- adulterers or fornication in general, and fornication simply means a biblical word that, that simply means um, uh, 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 un- unlawful or wicked or immoral sexual act. Is dealing with an immoral sexual act, and the Bible is outlined what's moral and immoral. First uh, Corinthians and the seventh chapter goes into it. Leviticus the eighteenth chapter goes into it, and you can find other parts of it scattered throughout the Bible. So you have marriage between the man and the woman. That's the, that's the only way it can even be deemed a marriage according to the Bible. And then these both of these, pre, this man and woman, have to be in Christ, and they have to be keeping the commandments of God with, with the goal of becoming one flesh, okay? Anything outside of the every element that I just mentioned, anything outside of that is going to be classified as fornication, and that's the issue. So, as far as can a, can cousins be married or engaged or be in that union, that sexual type of union? The brother Kesaki mentioned the case in Tobit, um, and that was a beautiful case. We have also another case that I guess names that people will recognize even more readily. Readily dealing with Jacob, meaning Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I'm going to read you a <coughs> this is This is Genesis chapter 29, and I'll just read. Um, I'll. Uh, after I read verse ten and verse thirteen, it says, "And it came to pass, and Jacob, uh, and it came to pass, and Jacob saw Rachel's daughter, um, saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, and Jacob went near and rolled the stone." From the well's mouth and the water, and one of the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. So here's Jacob dealing with his mother's brother. All right, so that's his uncle. Okay, mm-hmm. let me jump down to verse 13. It says, And it came to pass when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him into his house. And he told Laban all these things. So you got to understand, Laban and Rachel are brothers and sisters. Rachel was Jacob's mother. Laban is his mother's brother, which makes him his uncle. Now, when you read the whole uh, Genesis chapter 29, you find out that Laban gave Jacob his daughters to marry. His daughters were Leah and Rachel. That would make them first cousins, okay? Okay. Okay, So just just to establish the lawfulness, the biblical lawfulness of it or sin of it, when you read in the Bible, both there, and you, you also can read in um, Leviticus, the 18th chapter, that tells you basically, for the most part, what's uh, an unlawful sexual act or immoral sexual act. It never mentions the coming together or the marriages of cousins. That's not a sin. And just like we see here, Jacob is one of the patriarchs of the nation of Israel. I write this in the sight of God, and marriages between cousins is not a sin. Marriage between first cousins is not a sin. Now we gotta understand that we're not dealing with that in this situation. We're dealing with what's being classified as fornication. He just, when you read when you heard the statement, he's talking about the sex is good, so that's why he doesn't want to uh, uh, basically uh, disband the relationship because the sex is good. When you're talking about casual sex, like the brother mentioned, then you're talking about fornication because no one is seeking to get married in that situation; they're just having sex, and that's the problem with it. So, one, uh, marriage marriage between cousins, whether it's first, second, whatever, according to the Bible, that's not a sin. Marriage is honorable, honorable in all, like it tells you in Hebrews the 13th chapter. So long as it falls within the confines of what God defines as marriage, anything outside of that, like this situation we're dealing with, relates to his situation. You're talking about fornication, and that's where the sin comes in. So let,
2: let me ask you, uh, you know, Kazaki and Abaja both reference some uh, scriptures, uh, they both reference uh, Leviticus 18 chapter, and I think Abaja referenced some scriptures in Deuteronomy and uh, maybe one or two other places. Uh, is there any place that explicitly states something along the lines that uh, it is okay or you are allowed to marry your cousin? Or is it that there's just an absence of prohibition in the Bible
0: from marrying your cousin. Well, you, when you read in the situation, you have basically both being addressed. The scripture that the brother Kazaki read to you was a situation dealing with marriage, and it was stated that the woman who was marrying a man or the man who was marrying a woman, Tobit and, and Sarah, were cousins. So it was telling you, in the situation of marriage, their cousin is right in the sight of God, it's fine. Then you have a situation that tells you in Genesis chapter 29 that uh, the brother, you had Rebecca, whose brother was Laban, and her son, Rebecca's son, married Laban's daughter. So you have it from both ends, whether it's telling you explicitly that it was cousins getting married or or telling you implicitly, because of the relationships that existed, that they were cousins getting married. So both ends. Show you that it's not a it's not a sin according to the Bible.
2: Okay, so in and uh, to, so the answer to my question would be that there's no one or two verses that is going to explicitly state you may marry your cousin. No,
1: no, no, no. Okay. I haven't seen it. No, you're fine okay. that, that was a statement of uh. So, but, but, um, but well, they, they but are there is,
2: are verses that that tell you who you are not allowed to marry. Am I correct about exactly. that?
3: Yes,
2: you are. Okay, so so by the and and the, in those verses it never tells you that you are not allowed to marry your cousin. That is correct. No,
3: it doesn't it say. Okay. All right. So, so Romans.
2: So so what you're telling me then is the scriptures is very explicit about who it is that you are not supposed to marry. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Right. And and it never states that you're not supposed to marry your cousin.
0: Okay. All
2: right. All right. That, that that clears that up for me. Um, so brother Todd, there's one other thing that he said here that I want to touch on. Um, this is coming from the article from the Daily Mail. And it, it reads, uh, he added that he would do it again because he didn't believe he had he had anything to be ashamed about, explaining. If you do something you're ashamed of. You ain't got no business doing it. So, <clears throat> Kazakia, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that statement? If you if you if you do something that you you're ashamed of, this is the barometer. This is the test that he's using to uh, make a decision on whether he's going whether he's doing this or not. So he's saying if if he's ashamed of it, then he shouldn't do it. But if he's not ashamed of it, then it's fine. Is that is that an appropriate test? for making a decision about whether you're going to engage in any type of activity?
3: No, that it's not inappropriate. And I like the word that you used. You you said this is your, this is the barometer that he used. So basically what he was doing is he was basing his behavior off of his own opinion or off of his own understanding, which is something that the Lord told us not to do. When you read in Proverbs 3 and 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding." And all thy ways acknowledge him, that he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes; hear the Lord and depart from evil. So, the overall, point is the fact that, you know, he's using his own personal barometer as as a measuring stick for whether what he's about to engage in is something shameful or not. That that's that doesn't suffice. The barometer or the measuring stick or the standard that we should be using as to whether we are to do or not do or engage in something or not to engage in something, mm-hmm. it's uh, is the Holy Bible, our scriptures. Because uh, Christ told us this in Matthew 5, bear with me, in Matthew the 5th chapter, and I believe it's verse 48, where Christ made this statement. He said, Matthew 5 and 48, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. So what we're supposed to be doing is striving for that perfection. Striving to be blameless Striving to be righteous In the teachings and example Of Jesus Christ Even in our marriages Or, 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 or how we engage in sex The only relationship In which sex is allowed Slash permissible Is in marriage The brother Kabar Already brought it out Man repenting Following the commandments of God Following Christ Woman repenting Following the commandments of God Following Christ they two come together and they become that one flesh, like the scripture says. That's the true marriage uh, of the of the Bible, and in that union is where sex is supposed to take place. Anything outside of that, that's that's fornication.
2: Okay, now you, you know there's going to be a lot of people that are listening to this uh, about you that uh, would hear what Kazaki and Kabara bringing out about fornication about sex before marriage, about uh, you can only have sex while you're married. And they're going to think about this and say, hey, listen, this is something that people used to do a long time ago. Um, You know, that is not what we do today. Things are are different today somehow. Uh, What do you say to that?
1: Well, the thing is there, there were a lot of things that were going on in the past that people are continuing to do and people were not doing. But the point of the matter is is that you know we have to look at this through the eyes of the scriptures, and that's really what is the you know the the guidance the guiding force of how we're supposed to you know live our lives. I want to read uh Malachi chapter three, verse six, and it says, "For I am the Lord, I change not, therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed and the reason I read that is because in the beginning, the heavenly Father gave us his covenant. And within that covenant there were law statutes and commandments that we were supposed to keep to stay in his good graces. And that those were the conditions. And we broke those commandments. And mm-hmm. we nation we went in and out of captivity, in and out, out of captivity until ultimately the Lord destroyed the nation and scattered us to the four corners of the earth and sent us into captivity into all nations. But part of that covenant that He made with us through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is that Israel would not cease to be a nation before him. And one of the things that bound us to him were his law, statutes and commandments. And through the sacrifice of Christ that's what that is what's allowing us to come back and repent through him. That's why he said, "I change not; therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed." So, part of us not uh, part of us remaining, you know, coming back to his into his good graces through Christ is Coming back and learning the commandments And how we're supposed to conduct our lives According to the word of God So people can have their own opinion They can formulate their own philosophies And things of what they think are right or wrong But at the end The word of God is what's supposed to rule our lives
2: Okay All right. well well, thank you for that brother Um, Kabar you have anything That you'd like to comment on that?
1: Okay.
3: Uh, what
2: about you? What about you, Kentucky?
3: I would like to read just briefly. Uh, this is First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verses one through four. Furthermore, then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye will abound more and more. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. Well, this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. Excuse me. But the overall point is that the, uh, the context of the scriptures that I just read was in relation to fornication, specifically adultery. However, fornication is the broad title and adultery is a form of fornication. Messiality is a form of fornication. Incest is a form of fornication. Homosexuality and lesbianism, those are forms of fornication. The overall point is, as as was already brought out in the sound clip, you know, the sex, to, to him the sex was good, why uh, why stop?
2: Right.
0: That
3: is a form of fornication because you're not thinking, well, I apologize, not you, but this person wasn't thinking about uh Taking on this young lady as his wife and being one flesh in the spirit of Christ. He was just enjoying the sex. That's a form of fornication. And those are the things that the scriptures tell us and teach us that we are to abstain from.
0: Okay.
2: Anybody else with any parting uh, comments?
0: Yes, fire, Yes. Okay. Yeah, I dropped there early. I didn't hear the question. But, um, just, just to um just to go into your I know you asked earlier about, you know, if we uh, was there any explicit um, you know, commandment or law that said that you can marry a cousin and things like that. Correct. The thing is when you go when you go through the scriptures, the scriptures really tell you um uh, really what the confines or what the boundaries are. And, you know, you the, you have the uh, free moral agency, per se, to make your decisions so long as you don't cross those boundaries. And you look in um, Romans chapter 5 and verse 13, it tells you, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. So that's why you can read the scriptures and understand that it's not a problem when you're dealing with a shot, all right? Okay. So as long, okay. as, as, yeah, so as, long as it's not, it's, the, the scripture is not saying it's a thing, as long as the scripture is not saying is not permitted, then, you know, it's up to a person their discretion. But then the other com, the other qualifier or the other confinement comes in that, well, when you start to deal with a woman, you know, you're dealing in, a, in the realms of marriage. So that, that's what kind of then puts another um, limitation or boundary as far as those situations are concerned. So, yes, yeah, it's not a sin to be a cousin, but are you dealing with fornication or are you dealing in marriage? So we see in this situation like the brother just went through, uh, you're dealing with fornication. Nothing is based on Scripture or or what the most is saying. It's all based on how he feels at the moment and what he thinks. And the scripture to tell us, like the brother said, mm-hmm. you know, lean not upon our own understanding, meaning, our decisions have to be based on what's written. And whenever we get away from that, then we start to run into issues and conflict.
2: Okay. Well, brothers, thank you so much for participating in the program today. Uh, I, I think that uh, you've br- definitely brought some clarification to this whole situation regarding uh, dealing sexually with your cousin and marriage and fornication and sex before marriage and so on and so forth. Uh, And and, uh, Lord will The listeners will be edified But all thanks goes out to the Most High In the name of His Son Christ So until next time I say Shalom Shalom Brothers and sisters Thank you for visiting with us In the virtual living room Of the Body of Christ Church You can visit our website at T-H-E B-O-C-C dot com Or you can email us at bodyofchrist at newreach.com or call us at 877-871-1712. Until our next visit, the Most High in the name of Christ, bless you. Shalom.